Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Well, Lee, people are fleeing and investors are fleeing post-American territories like New York, mm-hmm. where liberal privilege matters more than citizenship. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because you just can't do business there anymore. I found this fascinating over the weekend. Cardone Capital, that's an investment fund. Uh, it's uh, director, Grant Cardone, is pulling out of New York. Mm-hmm. He says uh, the verdict in Trump's fraud trial was the last straw, but he's not doing it for political reasons, he says. When that ruling happened, it was like pencils down, don't touch it, don't go there. And he immediately posted on X his firm would discontinue all underwriting in New York City for real estate deals to focus on other markets like Texas, Florida, and South Carolina. Mm -hmm. Why would you do that? He says, well, the risks in New York outweigh the opportunities in terms of property value. He says the blue state has shown its politicization uh, when it comes to doing business. Now here, and here's the actual mathematical reason that this is not political. Okay. And this is a huge firm, by the way, we invest for 14,000 investors. He said, so this is not small. We invest for 14,000 investor investors at Cardone capital that depend on cash flow. And if I can't predict the cash flow because of some ruling or because of the migrants Uh, because of the crime or because I can't evict people in New York City, he says. New York City just keeps doing every single thing they can to sell real estate in Florida, not sell real (laughs) estate in New York. That's a good line. Yeah, um, but, you know, when you see this, he's right. Every one of these things that are impacting property values are all Democrat Party initiatives. Loan proceeds, he said, are based on the value of the property. They're going to require me to actually underwrite my property on the cash flow, the income of the property, and that valuation, I believe the property's worth, he said. Uh, and he said, and the bank is going to use uh, at least um, you know, one other appraisal, maybe two independent of me. Uh, there could be as many as five appraisals on that. The value I'm going to put on the property, keep in mind, when I'm buying something, I'm not thinking about selling it the next day. In the case of Trump, he's not selling any of his stuff. So, you know, he's basically saying between crime illegals, the gangs that we're seeing, the fear on the street. I can't know what the value of my properties is going to be in the midst of the Democrat created chaos. I can't do this. I guess he's got to check with Letitia James. Yeah, well, see if he's, well, no, and you call Kathy Hochul's office, apparently the governor, because she's trying, and she knew this was coming, right? She know They know what they're doing. They know how this looks. And she says, oh, don't worry. We're only persecuting Trump. Not anybody else. You guys will be allowed to come in here and do normal business. You can't trust them because with Democrats, that could change tomorrow. Or this afternoon. (laughs) Or this afternoon. People are fleeing. They're coming here. 
I don't know if you saw this over the weekend. Did you see Greer, the city of Greer, figured prominently in the Wall Street Journal? No, I missed that. Well, I saw it because my husband sent it to well, me. Well, of course. And the reason he sent it to me was because he said, honey, I'm right. I was right. <laughs> because, you know, my husband does mortgages, right? So right. he sees people who are moving here. Right. He sees them a lot. And he has been telling me for a long time, look, okay, we've been freaking out all these blue city folks coming here. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, my gosh, they're going to change this area. And he keeps telling me, no. Um, he said, I just get the I get the gist. They're us. And they're they're just fleeing these blue territories, yeah. but they're red. And but I always say to him, but honey, OK, but did they tell you they're Republican? No, it's just a feeling I got. And of course, you can't ask. Right. Right. So it's just a feeling he has. Well, the Wall Street Journal finally they have come up with numbers and confirmed it. Listen to this. They took a look at why is South Carolina, despite this massive influx of people, right, where the either number third or number four destination state in the nation after Florida and Texas, depending on, you know, which U-Haul survey you look at, uh, you know, which moving survey you look at. But why is South Carolina maintaining its redness? And they came up with the answer. New arrivals, this is good news, are disproportionately Republican. Mm -hmm. Estimates from the nonpartisan uh, file vendor, it's called L2, it uh, suggests that about 57% of the voters who moved to South Carolina uh, between 2017 and 2021, that was the latest available, were Republicans. 36% were Democrats and 7% were independents. That places them roughly in line with recent statewide votes in South Carolina. For instance, Governor Henry McMaster, a Republican, took 58% of the vote in 2022. So the mix of people moving here is pretty much exactly the mix that was already here. And so that is why this state is not getting bluer, thank God. Yes. So, you know, well, that, it, that's encouraging. It is encouraging. I know how I'd feel if I were you, because your people are from here. You've been yes. here for a long time. You don't want this change. This is right. You, you know what I mean? This is your home. And I feel the door should have been slammed after I got here. <laughs> yes, and I, I would concur with that assessment. Yes. There we go. So um, and the same thing, by the way, is happening in Florida. The numbers um, are actually slightly higher there for Republicans. Forty eight percent of the people who moved there came from blue states. Um, but the overwhelming majority are Republicans. So um, this is not changing the complexion. What you're seeing here, and this is what fascinates me, Lee, is that it, this is a national divorce. This is what I call a civil war in which the main weapon is the moving truck. Yeah, it is a civil cold war, yes. Yes, a civil cold war. Main weapon is the moving truck. People going, I can't live in this culture. I don't recognize this culture. I don't know where, I don't know what this is. And they're going somewhere else they feel has a better culture. This is Paul Westcott, L2's executive vice president on South Carolina. People do look for their own cohorts. People see a lower cost of living, lower taxes, and they're looking for that cohort, talking about the culture that matches their own. Maybe they're not thinking about it consciously, but they're finding themselves among other conservatives there. That's where they feel comfortable. Yeah. Well, it is somewhat satisfying to see at least a semblance of um, some Democrat progressive policies being held accountable for their consequences. Yeah. Yeah, make it hurt. And this is why you're seeing the Democrats having to slip illegal immigrants $10,000 a pop on a cash card in nobody's name in untraceable funds with no fraud controls. That's what it takes to get even illegals to move yeah. to New York. And they need them to move because they need them to be there by 2030 to be counted in the census so they can retain their congressional yeah. districts. And replace those who have fled the state. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is interesting from the Wall Street Journal over the weekend, just what's coming. 
The four-county Greenville metro area, where Greer is located, the Wall Street Journal writes, grew 4.2% between 2019 and 2021. That is massive. Yeah. Faster than South Carolina as a whole. So upstate is growing faster than South Carolina as a whole. Wow. And um, they also are predicting, according to this, the chamber expects, this is our chamber, uh, the Greenville Chamber of Commerce, the chamber expects the county's more than half a million people to increase by at least 40% by 2040. Woodruff will truly be a parking lot at that point. Well, there's just going to be people in the intersections blocking the box from like Tuesday to Thursday. Exactly. Well, <laughs> and, and they're already working on that. Apparently, the uh, construction is getting underway at uh, Woodruff Road and Verde Boulevard. Uh, uh, even as we speak, I believe it started yesterday. So uh, I, I just know I'm going to stay away from that area as much as possible. Uh, the the extent of my travels on Woodruff Road is pretty much between Garlington and 85, which uh, uh, I only use that on the outbound side. I, I've got to where I come back now. I, I take the 385 exit to get into our station here just so that I can avoid Woodruff Road because yeah. the traffic lights are, are timed poorly. You got to watch out. The There's no traffic. Days. It's just the traffic lights. And it's like I'm, I still have enough, I guess, guilt complex where I don't want to run a red light even at, you know, four or five o'clock in the morning. But I've, I'm known to do that when there's nobody there. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, did I hear you correctly? Did I hear you say, because I thought I did. But it was brief in the news. A dozen people died in car accidents? Half a, half a this, dozen. Half, half a dozen. dozen. Okay, there was a horrific dozen. collision in Spartanburg County yeah. on I-26 uh, where a car carrier, um, after hitting one vehicle, crossed a, the cable barriers, hit a Honda sedan, and five people in that one car <sighs> died in a fiery collision. It's just horrific. And then we had a, another fatality uh, overnight uh, in Greenville County outside of Ware Place. Okay. Okay. So it was, so it was half, half a dozen, dozen died. But that's like but it's six one, yeah. in, in like a 48-hour period. Um, I mean, it's just that's just horrendous. That is horrendous. That's uh, it's unbelievable. Um, but they're coming here because they're fleeing New York. Yeah, the the movie Escape from New York comes to mind. It's it gets more like it every day. You yeah. can just picture the burning rubble behind them as they flee. I mean, <laughs> you know, and I mean, you know, prime riot season is coming. I mean, that is going to be the summer. Prime riot season. Well, yeah, because you guys, you get to Democrats summer between it before an election. You're oh. going to be out there burning stuff, you know, and they're going to do it in their cities. Gosh. So I'm doing it here. Well, we don't already, put up with they've it. They've already used the moniker summer of love. What will this one be called? Yes. Where it's just, it's a peaceful protest. Yeah. No matter how many buildings are burning, burning behind exactly. the CNN reporter, it's yeah. it's all very peaceful. It's just sort of the definition of peaceful that we're Summer of here. peace. That'll be it. So, yeah, oh, that's perfect. Summer of peace, or really summer of pieces. Yes. 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 P-I-E-C-E-S. Pieces of the building that used to house your business. Yeah. Pieces of what used to be the union. Exactly. But no, you know what? We're really seeing the breakup here. Um, One of the stories I meant to get more into last week was Arizona refusing to to extradite a murderer back to New York because they're afraid he'll be freed. He's an illegal immigrant. They're afraid he'll be freed. Um. Things like extradition between red and blue states did not used to be a problem. No, no. that would usually was you not know? an issue. No, and it just shows the break, the complete breakdown in the relationship between different territories inside the country. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You did it. And the Koch brothers heard you loud and clear. So proud of the folks in the upstate. What what you did, the time you took out of your Saturday to send a message. Um, and it was a powerful message that you sent. Um, and I spent a lot of time on this going into this race because I was afraid that people would look at the polls and say, well, Trump's going to win South Carolina. It's Saturday. I don't, I'm not going to go vote. He'll be fine without me. Yeah, but the thing was, what we needed to do, and I explained this, she cannot get to 45% in this state, Nikki Haley. She cannot, she cannot get to 44%. Why? She, her high watermark was New Hampshire, and it was 43%. If she got to 44 or 45, the money would keep coming from the Koch brothers. She would have been spun as, okay, yeah, she lost, but look, she's gaining traction. So we did an incredible thing. We kept her below 40. You did that. And she's paying the price this morning. She's pay- Nikki Haley's paying the price the Koch brothers have pulled out. Americans for Prosperity have given up. Uh, they say they're going to focus on congressional races and Senate races, which is what they should do. Instead of trying to help the Democrats, uh, trying to help Nikki Haley, um, they're back to uh, supporting Republicans again, which is good news. Remarkable admission from Democrat liberal governor of California, Gavin Newsom. I want to play this for you because I don't, going forward, I want you to trust me. When we flipped a station and we now cover half of North Carolina, half of South Carolina, a lot of people were new. And so they hadn't been with me since 2015 and 2016 and watching all the things Nikki Haley's done in in this state, knowing she is a liberal Democrat. She always has been. And so I got a lot of comments. Why are you picking on Nikki? Why are you being mean to Nikki? She seems so nice. Oh, you must be new. You must be new. I'm not picking on Nikki. I'm criticizing her because she tells you she's one thing, a conservative Republican, but what she actually does shows us otherwise. And I said, she is new. She is a new breed. We've never seen this before in a primary. We've seen plenty of liberal Republicans run, John McCain, Mitt Romney. But we've never seen an actual Democrat surrogate run in one of our primaries. And I told you, she is a Democrat. She's not a liberal Republican. She is a Democrat. And she's not hiding it. They are so confident they're going to steamroll us. They are now running their candidates in our races. Gavin Newsom admitted what I've been telling you. I know you want Joe Biden to win. Do you think that Haley or Trump would be easier to beat for him? Well, first of all, I think she's one of our better surrogates, so I hope she stays in. All the nasty stuff she well says enough. about Trump. Uh, she's spot on uh, on 99% of it, so I'm enjoying I'm enjoying this oh, primary, I bet you are. and I hope it continues. So I bet wish you her are. luck. Yeah. They're just running surrogates now. 
Uh, he's very excited. Hope she continues. And, and they'll, they'll provide her for, with the money to do it. But look, Trump's the nominee. We all know that. You know that. Everybody out there knows that. Again, I, I have no problem her continuing for as long as she wishes because I think she's making a good case against Trump. Head to head polls. So I want to tell you what she did because it was amazing. This is why the Koch brothers pulled the money out. Okay. If she'd come in at 44, 45, she'd been gaining fine. But when, when you do worse in your own state in South Carolina than you did in New Hampshire, a place where people don't even know you, that's why she lost the Coke money. And she hasn't lost the Democrat money. They're still funding her. They're still funding her bigly. But this was a broadside. You did it. Now, how were we able to keep her under 40%? How were we able to chop block her in her own state? Well, Trump won 70% of the final votes in Spartanburg County, 69% of the vote in Anderson County, 57% of the vote in Greenville County, as well as decisive victories in other upstate counties. Haley did have wins in places where we're not hurt, where the WRD family is not, the listening family. We are not in Charleston. Haley won that. We are not in Beaufort. Haley won that. And we're not in Richland County. Haley won that. So you mobbed the polls and you said, no, we are not. Nope. No, we are not supporting a Democrat. We are not going to start voting for Democrats in our primaries. We're not going to be fooled. And you voted at high enough rates for Trump here in the upstate uh, that we were able to blunt uh, what the uninformed did out there by the coast. It's not their fault. We love all South Carolinians. There's just no good talk radio out there. There's no there's no really informative talk radio. There's just happy talk. And so they don't, people out there on the coast, God bless them, they have no idea Nikki Haley's a Democrat. They have no idea that the key Democrat fundraisers for Hillary Clinton are the ones pouring money into her campaign. They, have, they have no idea. Uh, and and every, folks doing talk radio out there, they're nice. They're just not allowed to say the kind of things uh, that have been said up here uh, or they're just, they just don't. So um, you were able to blunt her and, and this was an incredible political blow. And it says the upstate, anybody looking at this, Upstate uh, and in this audience, uh, they are power brokers. We, we are the power brokers for the state right now. This is not the first time you've done this, by the way. Henry McMaster lost the upstate. Uh, he won everywhere else, but he took a, he took a loss here. You chop blocked her over the weekend. You said, no, we are, no, 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 we are not. We're not having Democrats pretending to be Republicans in our primary. And we are not going to reward this kind of behavior that she has had, taking all of his Democrat money, taking, having Hillary's personal fundraiser, Jamie Dimon, fundraise for her on Wall Street. I mean, do you realize over the weekend going into this, according to the Wall Street Journal, her average contribution size in January was $100,000. And it came from either a hedge fund manager or an investor or someone associated with an investment firm. They're all Democrats. That she doesn't represent you. She doesn't represent me. We don't even recognize what she is. We don't get to walk through the doors they walk through. We don't get to go through the, to, to, um, you know, the, the events they get to go to. We will never be accepted in the country clubs they are in. And she came out here with that money, $100,000 on average, and says, and spent, outspent Trump 10 to 1, and we chop blocked her. And you did it. You did it in the upstate. You stopped her. You blended it. That's pure, flex of pure political muscle. I'm so proud of you. I really am. And that is the power of actual real news where you get to know what's going on in your country. And we did it. So good. Look, I got nothing personal against Nikki Haley. Uh, She has treated me as, and you really, um, as less than important. She has never come on this show. 
She wouldn't have anything to do with you. She wouldn't have anything to do with me. Uh, I have been asking her to sit down for an interview uh, since I've been here. She wouldn't do it. She wouldn't sit down uh, with any of us because she was going to get real questions. And look, when she rejects me, I'm just talking to her host. She's rejecting you. She wouldn't have anything to do with you. She wouldn't answer your questions. She wouldn't come before you and take unscripted questions. She feared half the state. And she did this for a decade. And she paid the price for it over the weekend. She paid a dear price for it over the weekend. We have to affirm when the child says, I am whatever, adults must affirm. That is what we are told. This ridiculous conversation between a Democrat and Republican senator on that very topic went viral over the weekend. As you listen to this 10 years ago, 10 years ago, this conversation, if you could just shoot it back, no contact, she'd be like, what? What? Huh? What? Two South Carolina senators. The guy in the beginning is Democrat Senator Brad Hutto, big liberal in our state legislature, talking about we just need to affirm and celebrate whatever the child says they are. Oh, yeah? Says Republican Billy Garrett. Well, wait wait till you hear what the kids are saying they are and what's getting affirmed in South Carolina schools. This was everywhere over the weekend. Went viral. Was glad to see it. Because you got to wonder... Where are we going to be 10 years from now? Well, just listen. People are who they are. They're who they're born to be. That's what we're trying to let people just be who they are. Not You're, you're suggesting that some teaching is going on in the school system that's training people? Yes, I am. Well, I... I would I would defy you to cite me to an example in South Carolina where a child has said that I don't want to didn't want to do this, but I was taught to do this by my teacher. You've got some example of that. I've got an example in Greenwood where a young lady was 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 authorized to be a cat or call herself a cat, a feline. And so that was encouraged. I've got proof of that. It seems to me that if, if a student wants to identify as a cat, then certainly their parents need to know about it, probably get some mental health treatment, even to the point of asking them to put a litter box in the bathroom. That happened in Greenwood County. But that wasn't not, not something that the school was teaching. All I can tell you is they were going along with it. I don't know whether they were teaching it or not, but they were going along with it until others stepped in and said no. Wow. This is where we are, folks. Where are we going to be in 10 years? People have been like, Litterbox, what happened to this country? You got me. You got me. By the way, that's the furry movement. And if you have a kid, you know, you can laugh at it. It's probably not a big, no. Have you been on TikTok? Mm. Is your kid on TikTok? It's all over TikTok. This is an actual real thing. There are a lot of them, and many of them are young. They identify as animals, and they expect to have their identity confirmed. They expect to have their identity confirmed. That's where we are this morning. That's what we have woken up to. All right. Meanwhile, so many things going on here. You see this? mortgage? You got to get a mortgage lately? You seen this? 
Yeah, 7.6% interest rate. Sure, no problem. We're supposed to be bringing these down, but inflation isn't going away. We saw that over the weekend as inflation numbers tick back up for the second month in a row because Democrats intend for us to live this way. They intend for us to be this poor. But when you look at that, mortgage is 7.6%. When you look at the fact that the average mortgage payment due in large large part, not completely, but due in large part uh, to the mortgage rates, the average mortgage payment that the average middle-class family would make for the average home, you know, two to three bedrooms, two baths. Do you realize it's doubled? Do you realize it's doubled since Joe Biden took office? It's just shy of double the payment. So what goes out every month? That's crushing. Home ownership is slipping. I would say already has slipped out of, out of the, the hands of the middle class. It's gone. It's gone. And that's what they want. They want more families living on top of each other, multiple generations in the same house because nobody can afford their own because climate change. Except for them. They're all going to live in the Hamptons. Yeah, they'll have a Barack Obama-style layout there. They're going to live right up against the water because they know climate change isn't real and they're not afraid of the oceans rising because they know they're not going to, like Barack Obama. Folks, housing inflation whether that is the house that you own you want to buy a new one good luck with that or you're going to rent because you've given up on buying a new house doesn't matter it's running between six and seven percent it has not gone below since since joe six since joe biden took office and a couple of months later passed his first billion dollar uh, sorry trillion dollar bill that was printed and borrowed so when you're talking about normal inflation is about, you know, 2%, 1.9, 1.8, what Trump left them with, and you're talking about bare minimum housing inflation, 6% every year, your children aren't going to own homes. You're never going to buy another home. You're not. You're, you're, you're going to be so lucky just to have the home. You're going to have to keep the home you have so you can pass that down in your family. And I just wonder, at some point, are Americans going to go, yeah, mean tweets and all, it really sucked, but, you know, living with three generations of my family under one roof kind of sucks, too. I have no privacy. I can't even get to the bathroom in the morning. At some point, will that cha-ching register in the brains of Americans? I can't downsize. I can't upsize. I'm stuck in my home. Home ownership moved from the bounds of affordability. Over the weekend, we saw what the Democrats are doing with cars. They want to get every family down to just one car, not two. That's too much, except them. Them and their friends in the Hamptons, they'll have two cars. But not you. They walked it back. I don't know what's going to happen on March 1st. March 1st was when the regulations were supposed to go in place that would make combustible engines, in other words, combustion engines, ta- gas-powered cars, ungodly expensive for the next generation of cars that is produced and where 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 auto manufacturers are going to start to have to meet Joe Biden 67% of the brand new fleet is EV by 2032. So they came out said we're not doing that uh, at least not till after the election we can't get people let people look at what our agenda is but then the greens got mad and they walked it back. So I don't know what's going to happen March 1st. By the way, if automakers don't make the cars they want, 14 billion dollars in fines. $14 billion in fines. This as Ford halts EV shipments again. 
that just happened. I mean, the, the, the EV headlines are a disaster here. They, they, they can't sell them. They can't move them. Um, I don't, I don't know, but it doesn't matter because when you go on that lot, you're not going to be able, because of the emission standards now for the tailpipes for combustion cars, if this goes into effect, uh, per Joe Biden's dictates, because it's not even from Congress, it's, 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 you know, an executive order, um, starting in March. I mean, the days of anybody who is not a friend of Barack Obama or lives in the Hamptons being able to afford a gas powered car are over if it's new. They're just over. You're going to have to buy an EV, but again, um, if you want a new car. But again, the problem is front page mag calculated 51% of middle class families in America wouldn't qualify for the loan on the average EV. It's too expensive. That's why they can't move them off the lot. So it's going to be interesting to see what the Democrats do. I think they're going to do it either way if they do postpone this and they've been given, they've, they've said both things. In the last week, if they do postpone this, it'll only be till after the election. They win the election. Uh, you better get used to the idea of living three generations in a home with one car and hope that you get to use it on Tuesday because that's where we're going as a country. And by the way, that's by design. None of this is an accident. None of this is an accident. All right, coming up, Goldman Sachs thinks you're too fat and they want to do something about it. I'll tell you what, coming up. You're going to love this. House Democrats threatening to not certify Trump's election without guidance from the Supreme Court. They want guidance from the Supreme In other words, what they're saying is um, if the Supreme Court uh, doesn't rule on this theory they have that they can strip any Republican they want off the ballot because they just don't like them. At any penny, any official in some strange state who's a Democrat can just remove you from the ballot because they just feel like it. Listen to this. Democrats now saying if the Supreme Court doesn't rule um, on whether Trump is, you know, can go on the ballot despite uh, the fact of the insurrection, which, by the way, had nothing to do with, he told them not to do it. Then there'll be a constitutional crisis. Even if he wins, they're going to refuse to certify him. So um, what they're saying is, look, you know, if we get control of the House again, which they well might, uh, we're not certifying him. You just don't get to win, is what they're basically saying. Uh, and this is uh, this this article is from the Atlantic. How Democrats could disqualify Trump if the Supreme Court doesn't? Um, if the Supreme Court doesn't again rule, then or doesn't rule, I I don't know. Maybe in the way they like, they're just gonna. No, we don't want him. That is exactly what they rent, went after Trump supporters for on January sixth, and are now vowing to do. So what does that mean? No matter what, if we don't like you, you just don't get to win. You can elect Trump all you want, but we won't certify the election if we control the House. You simply won't be allowed to win no matter what. That's where they are. That's who they are. 
It's what they're doing. Unbelievable. All right. Let's jump on over to the to the CarPro text line. Here, hold on. Just figures it just crashed on me. Here we go. Let's move move on over to the CarPro text line. Uh, texture rates. Um, hard to believe. Uh, she had thirty nine. Talk about Nikki Haley had got thirty nine percent of the vote uh, out of winning uh, three counties. Another texture rates. Uh, the Biden administration wants us to go from a very reliable combustion engine gas vehicle to a combustible battery EV. More proof uh, that liberalism is a mental disease. Uh, another texture writes, Republicans could do the same if they had any cojones. Yeah, they could. Another texture writes, wow, what are they really afraid of? Talking about the Democrats. Uh, another texture writes, hey, Tara, what I can't believe is how low the voter turnout in the state was. Somehow we've got to get people to vote uh, for, uh, in November. Uh, texture writes, how many thousands of votes were wasted on candidates who had already dropped out? Some. Uh, another texture writes, uh, the BMW battery plant will double the population of Woodruff. What will happen to this town when ba- battery cars, battery cars fail? Uh, another texture writes, um, going, uh, Going back to what you were talking about before break, that's what illegals do. They all live together, save their money, and send it back home. Yeah, that's the plan for us to live that way as well. That's a shockingly high mortgage when it doesn't have to be that high. Uh, Texture rates. Um, uh, Good morning, Tara. Two things. The first one on the furry on kids in Woodruff. Uh, identifying as a cat and wanting a litter box in the school bathroom. And the senator is saying, look, they went along with this at the school. I don't know what school it was. He didn't say. Good morning, Tara. Two things. The first one on the furry thing, they want to identify one, but uh, put a collar on his neck, take him to the pound. Because last I checked, pets don't have rights. I guess I got lucky on the house thing I financed. Um, can't quite make out the rest of that. Uh, another texture writes, Terry, yes, the plan is the Great Reset. Uh, another texture writes, love how Lindsay got booed on stage. Yes, Trump keeps telling us Lindsay is amazing when he comes here to South Carolina and people keep pushing back because we know that we know we know otherwise. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 